Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, and rockoftalk.com. 550-5500, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, or Apple TV as well. Uh, D-Dowd Muska's mother is uh, now watching us on, I believe, Roku. Would that be correct? Does she go uh, Roku? She's been or? having trouble because, of course, we're getting back up to speed and everything. She found us on some platform that I've never heard of, so I need to I need to check uh, with my mother. And we don't, we don't care how you find us, people. Just how, find us. Yeah. How are you? Uh, <laughs> how, how are you connecting to something that I don't know about? That would be weird, <clears throat> ma, ma. Uh, we got uh, podcasts as well, and everything is uh, up and uh, ready for your download because we're just that type of radio station. And we got Rudy doing the T-shirts out there, all that kind of stuff. But a lot of good news happening, and I guess uh, you want to talk some shop here, D. Dowd Musk. I think we should. Okay. Uh, I think this is uh, this is a, a good time to do it because, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, this is a live, breathing, living media. It is live. When it's live, that is the most important thing. And to be able to carry content live around the clock, as we are now going to do. Uh, come at July, end of July, uh, you are going to have a new place to find Rush Limbaugh and Rush Limbaugh brand and programming until his actual replacement. And no, that is not Dan Bongino. That is a cumulus product which belongs to a company by the name of Westwood One. So I want you to be completely and totally aware of what what is happening. It is not these infamous and unbelievable Radio talent identifiers. I mean, Dan Bongino has not even been rated, folks. There's nothing there. I don't know how else to kind of communicate that to you. And now that it's official and we're in the trades, I'll, I'll read that. Uh, there, there's something that's happened in the media atmosphere over the last, really, what, three and a half, four years. Yeah. You have the... Uh, not just the last year. Right, fake, fake news media, right, Dowd? I mean, yeah. uh, remember Donald Trump, very famous, talking about fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news. I won't take that question. You are CNN. You That's are right. fake news. And, now, and then you got a lot of people who are just kind of jumping into the party. It was like uh, the, all these guys you've never even heard about. And there's reasons why you haven't heard about them. Because they suck. There's people, when you don't hear them, like, who the hell's that? Who's talking to me about this thing? Uh, yeah. Folks... When you're at this as long as I have been at this, at 10 years, you're like, well, what the hell is that? What am I listening to? This is not something you just get overnight. That you're just, well, I had a couple of appearances, and, well, they want to give me my own radio show. Okay? I know talent. I know people who can talk. Okay? Takes one to know one. There's a reason why you listen here. Now, some people have called me abusive, abrasive, uh, every name in the book. I don't care. You know who else didn't care? Rush Limbaugh. You know, you know who else didn't care? Sean Hannity. You know who else didn't care? Glenn Beck. You know who else didn't care, didn't care about that? Yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Remember? Literally just walked off the set. Done. Gone. So when you start getting these new names, and, and Buck is certainly one of those guys who is filled in for Rush, and, you know, maybe he'll be ultimately the replacement. I certainly hope so. When you walk into iHeart Studios, New York City, pretty cool, okay? Because in iHeart... Uh, they have three pictures up. Three. Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, and Buck Sexton. Hmm. That is correct. Buck Sexton. Okay. 
I have known Buck since he was with the Blaze. Anybody remember Team Buck on the Blaze? Right, very libertarian. This is a guy who can talk about complex ideas for a profoundly long period of time. Buck Sexton is now on 4 million, uh, roughly is what his count is. You can go to talkers.com and see that. But since we're talking shop, I mean, that is a real real estate radio property. Okay, that's that's someone who can speak at length. Not branded, not uh, towing the company line. You know, we get a lot of that. We get a lot of non-independent thinkers. You know, Salem has certainly become that, right? you gotta, you got to say everything that's like all the rejects that have... You know, Fox News and all the other places, they go with Salem, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what uh, we have Sebastian Gorka, who's not bad, but it's uh, irritating to listen to for a prolonged period of time. And then you got a lot of uh, sex and uh, septuagenarians who are speaking. I'm like, well, where did this guy come from? Where did where'd they roll this guy out of? Okay. <laughs> um, so it really remains to be seen what's going to become of, and I think that we're going to go for a small period of time through a little bit of a downturn. Okay, uh, the radio station here as we make some adjustments and have been making the adjustments, but that'll gear us up for a very exciting uh, end of 2021 campaign and 2022 campaign. Um, but the number of listeners here on this radio station has never been higher. That, those metrics that we've had last year have continued to grow somehow, some way, but particularly for this show. If you hate me, you're listening. If you love me, you're listening. If you're indifferent to me, you know what the opposite, right, of, of love is, right? It's an indifference. Generating hate and love based upon what I am saying is the most important thing. We're a mealy mouth Republican. You know why people don't like Republicans? You know why it's hard to market Republicans by and large? Milk toast. Milk toast, exactly. Oh, we're not going to say anything negative. Two things that are really we're great on their own. Milk and toast are great, but when you put them together... Yeah, bad. No. Yeah, 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 bad. I, <laughs> Just occurred to me. You know, I was having a good conversation with Dowd, and I love the conversation I had with him because we're on the same wavelength. I said, Dowd, I don't talk to you during the day. I purposely do not talk to you. Because, well, not because of our words going to run out. It's just, it's just better energy when we just come on to the radio and you're hearing our entire action for the entire day. Mm -hmm. The entirety of the day is everything that we have to say to each other. We walk and go home and, you know, take our toys and, and go to sleep. That, that's what we do. Okay. Now, in that conversation, we almost had, you know, my kids are constantly saying, jinx, 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 jinx. You know, they say things at the same time. Doubt and I say, oh, yeah. We're a-holes to everyone, <laughs> but especially ourselves. Yes. Yes. You know what the media does not want? They don't like a-holes at all in any way, shape, or form. They don't want them on because these are independent thinkers who think for themselves. I've been a subscriber to Rush Limbaugh. have not had to turn on the other radio. And I listen to Rush. I listen to Hannity. I listen to all of our properties here on this radio station. Dan Bongino? My God. Have you listened to that crap? It's pretty bad. Other than, you know, dwarfing with a few guests here and there, oh, uh, having the platform, it's all generation. This is the stable force and has been for some time in Rush Limbaugh. And we are proud to be carrying him on the radio station come Monday. That is very, very exciting for this radio station. Because it sends a strong signal about truth should be rewarded regardless of when it's spoken. 
And these are things that we can continue to roll out, and I'm very excited about that. With that also comes some stuff that we just, you know, have been taking way too long. This is the last time you'll see our beloved Fox right over here. But what happened during the 2020 election? What happened? <laughs> do, you, do you recall? I still don't know what happened to Tucker Carlson on the night of the election. Oh, yeah, yeah. The three minutes he got. That was... Wouldn't that be great? Buck Sexton, Tucker Carlson. Heck, uh, bring back Laura Ingram to fill in Russia's spot. I, I've, I've suggested that. Laura's great. Laura can carry the torch. Trust me. She, that nobody is better in monologuing, as far as I was concerned, than Laura Ingram. I remember her back in the day. Between her, I, second person I put on this radio station was who? Michael Savage. Why did I get rid of him? Because he insulted Rush Limbaugh. We didn't even have the property yet. I just didn't like that. I didn't like that whatsoever. So here's what I want to tell you today. Because this is a trend that's taking place only on this medium. Only in radio. Podcasts, guess what? You get pushed to the bottom of the line. People like uh, Ben Shapiro getting rewarded. His, his show is terrible. I don't mind telling you. It is god-awful. It's impossible to listen to. It's impossible to keep it. I could actually listen to Buck Sexton. I could actually ingest what he's saying because I don't feel like someone is is hitting me with a couple of uppers, you know. And I don't mean uppercuts. I mean, you know, some something to pet me up. That's what I get with Ben Shapiro. The logic is good, but where did he make his stuff? Yeah, on the stage, touring, activism. That does not exactly make a great radio product, unfortunately. Great. It just does not. As much as I would like to say I believe in Ben Shapiro, I don't. So as of tomorrow, he's gone. Okay, We'll be dropping that property. We'll play the rest of that stuff out, and that is gone. Bye-bye. Cumulus can have that crap. They can have that. They can have Bongino. They can have all the other, uh, what, I guess we only hire white. But Dowd, you can get a job. Here's the difference between you and I. You could get a job, Dowd, over at the big stick. Okay. Because okay? you're a white male. Okay, I right? can't, can't talk about... Coronavirus. Oh, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't talk about the 2020 little. election. <laughs> yeah, don't mention Trump. Can't you think be a Trump I can hold lover. my tongue on those kind of topics? Yeah, probably. no, no, probably not. Yeah, probably get fired pretty, pretty quick. Well, here's what happened earlier today. Just so you know that this trend is really kind of taking off. And this is a very good host in Boston, right? Just went away to host Matty Siegel abruptly walked off his long-running morning show Tuesday after he says management told him to tone down his commentary surrounding pop star Demi Lovato. Isn't she? Is she from here? I think you're right. I think. Let me check. Yeah. I can't remember. Born here, yeah. Oh, gosh. Here like we go. said for a lot of people, <laughs> born this here. This guy has been doing radio. You guys remember Larry Aarons? He picked up left. Uh, he was uh, he was on the Dizzy, KDAZ. Demi born in Albuquerque. Oh, was she? There she was. Wonder what her birth certificate says. Because now she is identifying herself as non-binary. Weird. Yeah, but does uh, UNM Hospital hand those those types of birth certificates back when she was born? Blue, pink, or when was she born? How old is Demi Lovato? Is she thirty yet? Mm. Let's pull up uh, that. Born in ninety-two. Ninety-two. Okay. So here we got a radio host that was born in eighty-one. I mean, excuse me. Started his show in 1981. What am I saying? Maddie in the morning. He's been with WXKS FM. I think it's a whatever. Top five. Don't trust those ratings, folks. Those Nielsen uh, ratings. Junk. I'll tell you why about that later. Uh, they keep calling me. Hey, you keep increasing in the ratings. I'm like, I don't care. What am I going to Take the money that we make or have here to go ahead and uh, tell us uh, how good we're doing? No, I, can, <laughs> I, I, can, actually, I can look at the number of people who are actually listening to us right now. I can literally look at them. There they are. Hey, everybody. You know, I can tell who's showing up and who doesn't. 
that that's the future of radio, by the way. should be, you know, electronic, real metric, not, well, I'm going to send in a diary, and I'm going to get some money back. That's what they get. doesn't work. So Siegel has been with WXKS doing his show, Maddie in the Morning, 10 years longer than Demi Lovato has been alive. He left listeners asking questions after he intimated on air that he was done with the program. Reached by phone at the uh, number one publication there for Boston called Boston.com, Siegel said that he received a call from his boss telling him to stop talking about Lovato, who announced this morning that they are, quote-unquote, non-binary and are changing their pronouns. They are non-binary. They. Not she, not he. <clears throat> she identifies as a multiplier now? Oh. How does that work in the census, Doubt? I've I was that. updating my LinkedIn uh, profile oh. the other day, and yeah. they asked me, do you want to change, do you want to identify your pronouns? And I'm thinking, maybe I don't want a LinkedIn uh, account anymore. <laughs> maybe, we go. you know, maybe. maybe there we go. More, more just critical thinking, just what we need. I'm against her binary thing, he said. I, sh- I think she's a troubled woman, and a lot of young people are taking her seriously, and it bothers me. How many drug overdoses has Demi Lovato had? Oof. More than the number of ages uh, that I hear. Um, I'm sure her family's listening in. I'm sure they're not happy about this, even though they're going to say, well, we just want to believe in her, what she's, whatever makes her feel better. Or him, or they. Is it they? Uh, bulimia, they. opioid overdose, mm. uh, sexual identity issues. I guess mm. uh, reported to have overdose on Oxy, laced with fentanyl, Ooh. and was revived with uh, nalox- uh, naloxone, I guess that is. Yeah, naloxone. Uh, Murder Mike carries that, I think. There it is. Think she's a troubled woman, he said. A lot of young people are taking her seriously, and it bothers me. Bothers me, actually. I'm with Siegel on this. Me too. Should I call myself and walk off on the job? Am I a they? I identify as non-binary. I'm going to phone myself real quick and let my know, let let my boss know that I'm off the job. Right? Is that, is that what I need to do? Because this guy is pretty amazing. Uh, I'll spread the news about EIB on your show. Right on, Eddie. Good, good, good. Thank you. All right. Uh, here we go. Well, he's in the heart of bluest of blue of blue, Massachusetts, Boston, and he's got the guts to not tow the woke non-binary stuff. I mean, this guy's got some, some well, cojones. <laughs> he says, we were having fun with it, and my boss called up and said that I'd crossed the line, and they didn't want me talking about it anymore. I just want to stop right there. What is the purpose of talk radio? Rudy, you've been in uh, talk radio since 1970, or radio since 1973. What's the purpose of radio, Rudy? Well, the purpose of radio is to get something out, get a signal out, get whatever, so that people can get excited. But talk radio is about getting people to discuss things that are going on around them, to make a community recognize that there are lots of viewpoints. Have I ever told you that you can't come into the Kiva and say a certain thing at any point? No, and not just that, but listen to so many of your callers in the afternoon, the people that text in, you have a wide variety of people that have lots of things to say and keep the discussion going. Isn't that uh, these people? I mean, uh, we have uh, Crazy Davey uh, who comes in. I don't know what else to call him anymore. Uh, He's blocked because I just can't take the abuse, but that's a little bit of a different situation. It's a personal safety issue at this point uh, because you never can be too concerned. Uh, Watch the movie The Fisher King. Do you remember what happens at the beginning of The the Fisher King? Hit the road, Jack. Remember? Yep, yep, yep. I was just thinking, Rudy talking about exchanging uh, you know, a wide range of ideas. It's hilarious. Cause a couple months ago, I start, I was writing something to put up on our rockatalk.chat website, available only 15 cents a day, and I started to pitch it to you. I was like, well, Eddie, this might cause you some trouble. And Eddie said, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I trust I you. I, I know you're not going to slander or lie or you know, violate some law. Uh, 30 years in the business. 
if you're making an argument, if you're going after a bad idea or a bad politician, I trust you. And ever since then, Eddie, have I asked you once about no. posting any content? No. Because I, I know care. what you're going to say. Don't bother me. Yeah, really, <laughs> I trust it's you. Good. It's, 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 it's EVK, and you can, uh, you know, self, uh, whatever, manage. Hmm. You don't need that. It's not why you got into this business. <laughs> so you can tell somebody, uh, somebody can tell you whether or not what you're writing is any good. If it's no good, people will stop picking up the paper. You can trust it as the number of eyes that are listening to it, number of eyes that are watching it, or the, uh, the, the, the number of people who are buying your publication. This is why you see newspapers dying. Mm -hmm. They're just getting shook out entirely, edit, in, uh, editorialized straight out of their jobs. And that creativity, their risk-taking is gone. This is what's happening in this particular news uh, market. 4, 7, and 13, you think anyone's going to step out? If they do step out, they take such a minor step, but they make such a giant deal of it. It's like, oh, my gosh, check in uh, 5.30 Thursday night. We've got breaking news on Zorro Ranch. I mean, like, well, this isn't anything that uh, Eddie wasn't talking about a year and a half ago. We're going to deviate from the narrative 1%. Watch us, watch us. Yeah, it, really, that doesn't change anything. But they like to talk about how they're always like, you know, the guy who left uh, Fox News, Shep Smith, right? Uh, the commitment to the truth. There's not a bigger liar, honestly, on TV right now than Shep Smith and uh, what CNN is doing. It's total just flat out garbage. Garbage in, garbage out, propaganda day after day. Now back to Siegel. This guy's been doing it since 81. I think he knows what he's talking about. I'm against her binary thing. I think she's a troubled woman. A lot of young people are taking her seriously. We were having fun with it. My boss called up, said that I crossed the line, didn't want me talking about it anymore. If I can't talk about what I'm thinking at this point in my career, I don't want to be on the radio anymore. I am always going to be at that point, period. If I can't talk about what I want to talk about, because I only talk about what you're interested in. Why? Because I pay attention to what people are thinking and talking about. Not what they're reading, not what they're hearing, but what they are interested in. And they want to know about this, and we get direct feedback. You get direct feedback here on this program. Or Siegel here. You know, he's been doing a show, and someone finally tells him what he can and can't say. Isn't that sort of the end of America? On the air, Siegel was similarly defiant, saying Maddie in the Morning is the number one radio show in the history of Boston. I'm the biggest of all time. They said, shut up, Matt. Stop talking. Well, I hope you're happy because I just stopped talking. Matty, out. That's the kind of person who can change the world right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That type of person. Comedians can change the world. They'll change an entire culture. Have you noticed that about comedians and comedy? Comedians do that because they change the way that you feel about something. They say, hey, you know what? So it's okay to say that. It's okay to think that. Oh, you know what? We have the same thought. We're all laughing. And then it makes it okay. That's not bullying. That's speaking out something loud. What, what is the one thing that Bill Maher does? Or Maher. Mm -hmm. I hope I said his name right. Mm -hmm. He speaks out, and you don't like the guy. He's a total a-hole. <laughs> one way or another, you hate or you love the guy, right? You can go back and forth on this stuff all day long. Yeah. Well, you know one thing. He's going to tell you exactly what he's thinking. Yep. And isn't that way more honest than, well, having the editorial, the radio manager, GM? You know what I hear all the time? You know, I heard from a guy that's probably going to be here on this radio station. It's like, well, I'm allowed to say this, but wasn't allowed to say that. We can talk about this. We can't talk about that. Across all the networks, pull that story up. What did they say at Cumulus? You could not talk about the fake election. Yep. 
And you could not be a Trump supporter, pretty much, because the guy who put that stuff out was a Trump hater. Now, here's a man who keeps it professional. This is why he's been able to stay above water for so long, is because he's treating it within the logic. He's, he's playing the ball where it lies on the field. He says, there's no ill feeling, Siegel says, between me and my boss or me and my company. They're doing their jobs. I get it. They get a lot of heat in the morning. Heat this morning. People complaining about things. They said on the air, he doesn't want me to be fired. His heart was in the right place. Like, I'm just, I'm out, right? I'm going to shut up. Siegel was still upset about what had transpired, saying that the, as a comedian, being told what to say or not to say is the worst thing you can do as a performer. I would say in anything. At some point, I hate to use this line, but you know the line from Billions, what's the point of having F.U. money if you never say F.U.? <laughs> I love that. If I don't say it now, when? When am I going to do it? When I'm dead? According to Siegel, this isn't the first time he had the conversation with Station Brass about his commentary. He said that he had been asked to tone down his comments about former President Donald Trump in the past. Yeah, this guy's no conservative. I did a whole thing about talking about Trump, and then I got heat on that. Half our listeners are Republicans. What are you doing? You're going to lose all our male listeners. So I stopped. So I stopped talking about Trump, and today I'm anti-woke? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, you, you know the expression. The guy standing in the middle of the road gets hit by cars going both ways. That's what's happened to me. Yep. How many of you are going to use that metaphor that I just put out there that came by way of Matty Siegel, the guy standing in the middle of the road gets hit by cars going both ways. You'll use that going forward. It just taught you how to think about something so you could justify your viewpoint and say, you know what, it's okay. The guy's willing to stand up, but if you don't stand up for something, you'll fall for anything. This guy doesn't fall for anything. Siegel attributed his on-air outburst to a weak moment, said he anticipates cooler heads will prevail during subsequent discussions about his future with the station. You know what this is? This is putting lipstick on a pig because it's already out there. You might remember Don Imus in the morning, right? That's kind of where this whole thing, and now Imus, uh, who had the uh, ranch up in northern New Mexico, I forget the name of the uh, town that, that I was in. Um, what is it, Vaquero? I forget, I forget. When he passed, and what had happened to him, what did they do to him? What did the media do to him? They beat him into a bloody pulp for saying the word nappy. Okay? Rivera, New Mexico. Rivera, there Rivera. it is. Rivera. I mean, Rivera, Rivera. So when you see this type of stuff, these are people who want you to kind of couch what you say in a different way. But do black people use the word nappy? I know lots of black people. I have lots of black friends. So I need to say that? I, I almost feel like, right, when you say that? I just want to, ugh, that's just, I want to shake that off. I Like, I have to quantify the number of, of yeah. black friends. I, well, how many black friends is that? They use the word nappy, particularly when they're pointing at each other's hair, and they say, go call me hair, look at nappy. But when he used it, in reference to the basketball team, it ended everything, didn't it? Oh, he's racist. He's a racist. Had to apologize. Uh, what did he? I think he made some donations. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that kind of ended everything for him at that point. You know, on the day that someone gets kicked off the air, I mean, just go do something else. If they don't like what you say, they can turn it off. They can turn the station. They can. There's 54 other people. Why do you have to sit here and focus on what we say? <laughs> you can. This is our conversation. The way that we're, it doesn't because we say something because we understand things a different way than the other people. It's just more options. There's more options on the dial. There's more places where you can go. There's more places where you can get information. But somehow, some way, people have come to like what we do here. And it's the very same reasons why Maddie Siegel is the number one radio host in Boston for how long? So they're bringing back, uh, I guess they refer to him as Nucci. 
But the Villanucci is on weekend. I will tell you how much better, and this is this is just an amazing, amazing thing. You're going to love this. So when he came back from Vegas, from the streets of Vegas, back here, now he's doing two to five on on Sundays. I kind of ruined his his uh, his rehabilitation to come in. I used to. I, <laughs> he was looking forward to coming back in, and then he's like, "Well, Scott Stigler, Scott Stigler is uh, you know not going to be around the, on the station anymore." You know, they're going to have a new host in January. I'm like, oh, really? Does he know that? Like, why are you telling me? Right? I mean, what has Scott done other than, you know, I'm competing against him? And I think, uh, I think I've think i met Scott once or twice. Pretty good guy. You know, I know I know. Rudy loves the guy, adores him. I mean, he thinks, thinks very well, highly. Rudy loves everybody. But so. you don't think I'm going <laughs> to take that information at that point and exploit that? Yeah, yeah. And I have to ask you, this is... The very same guy who walked out, remember when he walked out, I believe, on 2013? See when Villanucci ran off the station. He's been on the air at 4 o'clock competing with us. Nowhere to be found on a sports station. And let me tell you, this Rush Limbaugh little slot, when Jim Villanucci came into town, is bragging and talking about what he was doing over Alpha Media. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know what? I looked up to you, too. I think you're a great host. I think you're a funny guy. You know, now it's more like I think you were a funny guy. Life has a way of changing our sense of humor based upon our good and bad experiences, and that certainly has uh, sort of uh, created the ripple there on uh, Mr. Villanucci. Uh, he wrote, I should read the email that he sent me, uh, mistake number two that he made besides telling me number one. Uh, 2013 was the year he, he walked uh, off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, how did that go? Exactly. Uh, I'm just trying to break through a paywall here. It was his last uh, show. Let's see, March 1st. This was written March 1st, 2013. Last day hosting a show. It was the highest rated locally produced yeah. show in the yeah, Albuquerque yeah, yeah. market. Yeah, that's when. That's the last time KKOB was any good. Because at that very same time, I took all of their properties. <laughs> I took the things. The first thing I put on the radio station, as every, everybody remembers, is what Alex Jones. Like, holy crap, Eddie's putting out white. What is going on? <laughs> he has an audience. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, uh, get rid of this, get rid of this, get rid of this. Go grab Alex Jones right away. You know, you want to you want to go ahead and uh, and wave the foghorns around. I got that. Then we <laughs> then we brought on uh, coast to coast. I had to get I had to rent another station just to bring that on. Wow. Yeah, just to get things. Right, the suits back in 2013 said that he was not fired. They, there was a dispute over exactly what happened. Oh, uh, Pat Frisch. Oh God, oh, what a disaster that guy is. Um, uh, he took over, I guess, temporarily until they they found uh, mm. they found somebody new. So, I guess uh, different different versions of the story of what happened back in 2013. So after I blew up what they were doing in the afternoon by outing what uh, Villanucci was saying to me because that was not professional. Uh, because Scott Sigler is a good guy. What did I What did I do? What happened after that? Oh, they had to go and find an entirely different host altogether. So they bring uh, T.J. Trout out of retirement, who was uh, in Florida, I believe, retired. <laughs> I believe the guy had been doing uh, uh, whatever radio since the same time this Matty Siegel was doing this stuff. This is a live medium. If you're good at it and you're interested in it, I will find you. Because I've been listening to talk radio my entire life. Sports radio, talk radio, you've got to have a love for it. It's not just, hey, I want my name in uh, lights. And This is hard work. This is not easy. And you have to have an energy and a desire and a want to do this. But it's not exactly glamorous. There you a face for radio. Dowd and I both have those <laughs> in spades. So I want to leave you with this because uh, as we engage more listeners, new listeners in different parts of the station, I mean different parts of the state, for the stations uh, that we are ultimately running here, Los Alamos, in Santa Fe. What's really key about all this is this is your 
home. This is your news. This is your place. The more input you bring in, the more I respond to that. Every text I, I eventually read. Okay, I don't get to them all. I think I have, I'm over 650 on my text now, I think. Let's see. Oh, yeah, this is out of control here. I tell you, my email uh, five, box is starting to fill up with people just reaching me directly from doubtatdowdmuska.com. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear from people. Yeah. Let, us, let us know, you know. So, and no we, death threats, though. We, Please, no death threats. <laughs> we plan to do this as long as we possibly can, uh, can and uh, as long as... Uh, Oh, I, I should have finished that word. As long as we possibly clan. Oh, there's a slip. I knew those guys were white supremacists. They were racist, right? <laughs> you know, the, these are the types of things that people would get kicked off the air in any other place. And we say what we want. We say what we mean. It's well-researched, never rehearsed, and it is live. And we care very deeply about what we do uh, here in the key. Let's check on weather and traffic. Uh, that was a very uh, long open, but uh, enough of talking shop. So Rush Limbaugh will join uh, us on Monday. Oh, and if you want to make the dad joke, oh, but he's dead. Uh, I don't want you as a listener. How about that? I think you're very disrespectful, given a man who probably could have gone on for another 10 years. We were planning on that, and uh, now you get to uh, hear him here. So it's going to be very exciting, and plus his replacement, which I hope will come probably right around August, September. So that's going to be that lull. I'm going to say the uh, properties that are featuring him right now are very respectful of the brand, and they don't try to make it about them at all. Um, this is a time we just lost him, uh, as everybody knows, on February 17th. And uh, I think a good six six months of, of mourning during that time. Uh, you know, today, I'm not sure if you saw this. Uh, we'll get to you in one, one quick second, um, Rudy. Uh, Missouri, I want to make sure I get this right, this is absolutely disgusting to me I know you're not probably uh, pretty excited about this but Rush Limbaugh Day in Missouri no go. A proposal for the Rush Limbaugh Day in Missouri has been shot down by state lawmakers. The GOP controlled Missouri House of Representatives voted. Did you hear what I just said? The Missouri House of Representatives voted to include the proposal in a bill sent to the state senate. The GOP controlled house Limbaugh, who passed away February from stage 4 lung cancer, was born in Cape Girardeau. I want to say I said that right. Missouri on January 12, 51. The bill passed by the Senate does not include a proposal for an annual day to honor Limbaugh on his date of birth. Shot down by the GOP controlled. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Do you think uh, the Bushes like the Rush Limbaugh? No. Not at all. <laughs> not, not in the least. Any of those deep satyrs like Rush Limbaugh? No. Sorry. Not going to have any of that stuff. We're proud to feature that. He's, he's, uh, he's ten times Alex Jones in a lot of ways, but Alex Jones is, is, is uh, doing a great job. Here we go. Other Limbaugh news, the Premier Network syndicated program is cleared on the Rock of Talk. ABQ.FM Kiva, Albuquerque beginning May 24th. I understand. Here's what I put out. Uh, I understand the tremendous value of the Rush Limbaugh brand for our audience. Uh, listen to this. I've never carried him. This is the statement I, I wrote and put out. I understand... <clears throat> Excuse me, the tremendous value of the Rush Limbaugh brand for our audience as the legacy of the greatest radio host in American history continues. CEO, program director, you know, janitor of uh, Kiva said, Eddie Ergon. The Rush Limbaugh show is the perfect complement to our impressive talk lineup. The program, which continues with guest hosts and archive clips from the late conservative talk show host, is currently heard in the market. A cumulus news talk, KKOB, AM, FM. Uh, 770, uh, which will join other company stations airing Westwood One syndicated Dan Bongino show on May the 24th. So there you go. Going to give uh, Dan Bongino a little bit of a head start there or maybe 
you know, how many other hosts were out there that they could have gone with, you know? But even talk radio is becoming just a little bit woke. Let's check on weather and traffic. Rudy Grande. All right, as we put things together, we start with the weather. Boy, it's just going to be a nice uh, evening tonight. I notice you see the clouds up there along the foothills. There's a slight chance of rain there. But other than that, get ready. Should be about 80 degrees again tomorrow. That's kind of where we're at right now in Rio Rancho. It is 81 degrees, 82 in Knob Hill, and 81 here at uh, the Rock of Chalk. Okay, traffic-wise, i got to tell you, it's a real slow drive and getting tighter. As you make your way in Rio Rancho, you see that one lane each direction construction zone. On Unser, southbound, everything really stops up right there at Cabazon. And it's not going to improve to get beyond Westside. In fact, really, to get beyond the Russ Medical Center. For some reason, the 528 is also pretty sloppy as you make your way south. Uh, listen, it's right there at um, the 528 and Southern where you start to hit the brakes. It's going to be slow out to Sarah. The other side also northbound on the 528 to Pat Not much fun. I-25 southbound. That too stubborn from Osuna to Montano. All right, we have the Rock of Talk t-shirts. We have the Murder Mike t-shirts. And we have alkaline water. Now, that is really great. That's here at Live Spring of Salon Helena. And that's on Manal, just west of Wyoming. Come on by. A couple of folks already have, and so it's your turn now. And uh, let's uh, let's just see what you can do in terms of that alkaline water. You say, really, Rudy, it's just water. No. It's alkaline water, which means it's a healthy water. You drink this regularly, and you find that you're going to just improve. You're going to feel better about yourself. And I'll even take you back and you can see the salt room that we talk about here at Live Spring at Salon Helena. If you'd like to know more, just come on by on Manal at Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. You might remember he hung himself from the back of a door uh, back in the day. I think he did that uh, London side, right? Uh, or France? Uh, uh, from Australia. That's where NXS is uh, from. Um, certainly one of the best 80s groups. I wasn't ever sure if they were really New Wave uh, or what they were, but uh, NXS, uh, Michael Hutchins, this is a great, great Sydney. Song. He was found dead in Sydney. Sydney, Australia. Okay, here we go. Uh, and you were great on Rush just now. Thank you. Thank you. I think uh, we should all continue to as much as possible you know keep that going we're sort of in this transitional period uh the the change for me or the choice for me was really simple what happened where did fox news leave us they left us on election night you saw that heads rolled okay i certainly liked the fox news uh property i gotta say i have watched zero fox news i'm a big huge fan of a lot of the stuff that we can find for free on Roku. We've all pulled the plug. We told everybody to pull the plug. They've all been pulling the plug. Okay. Um, we've connected you to a... All of our stuff has been banned off of uh, YouTube. Whether it's the music that we're not even able to play long music sets on there, right? Because uh, the music licensing on YouTube immediately just cuts you out. they got to get their cut, and you're not able to use it. And we're putting that music out there. We're helping the artists. People are like, well, what is that song? I'm going to go and buy it. Do you think these guys make any money? Someone's uh, shazamming it and saying, "Oh, you know what? I want to buy that. Buck twenty nine on Apple or whatever, ninety nine cents on Google Play, or whatever." That helps people. People want to know more. 
our great website, abq.fm, that everything is right there. All the properties, all the radio stations, runs the gamut, everything that you can see. I created my own opera station. Why? Well, not because I'm an opera man, because I love opera. I would love to have a station where I could listen to opera all the time. Oh, my sorry, own, the, my uh, own management. 70s. We just got a memo from management. Oh, a yeah, KIVA, no a KIVA uh, management. We can't have an opera station. Oh, uh, damn it. That's it. Just no ratings. Right. So it is. Yeah. At, any, at any time, there's probably a minimum two to three people who are listening to that. I uh, tuned into the uh, 70 station today. You know, right there. It starts, starts right in. You know, it's a, a great thing. This is kind of what, what we do. Uh, I put these little stations together. Very, very cool. Not cheap, by the way, but that's okay. We don't charge any more for anything that we're doing. And it's just like, roll it out. And I love doing it. The 70s channel. So here it is. You're listening to music from 1970 through 1980. The 70s channel on ABQ.fm. Uh, uh, what, what uh, and you get the, the names of the songs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, what's his new name? What's Cat Stevens? Uh, Yusef Islam. Yeah, Yusef Islam. He was in Malibu, had been, being, the undertow was carrying him out into the Pacific Ocean, and he said, God, if you save me, I'll convert to <laughs> Islam. <laughs> and, and the God saved him, so he had to, I don't know. Oh, happy Eid al-Fatir, uh, went, uh, last week? Yeah. This time. Uh, Eddie, uh, for my money, no local station can come close to you. Keep kicking ass and taking names. Hope your market share is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, here's, the, here's the great thing. We don't care about market share. We don't buy that. We don't buy that stuff. It's worthless. And I can tell you, because I've looked at this stuff a thousand times, okay? It's a complete and total waste in every regard. When only two-thirds of the market is represented in the radio market that's going out there, and you have to chase people, and there's no actual electronic metric, you know what I do? I say, okay, is the advertising working for you? Have I increased your prices? Uh, what year did I ever increase your price? You're paying the same then as you're paying nine years later, eight years later, five years later, three years later. These guys face zero escalations in, in doing business with us. Where else? Who else can say that? No contracts. Come on, come off, whatever you need to do. We, did we lose any advertisers during the COVID, the COVIDiacy? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, the answer would be zero. Mm-hmm. I think, think one passed that. away, but that was not, not, not because of... Uh, <laughs> he passed away, yeah, that was, that was Tarsa, the Salim Khoury. Yeah, Salim. I know all of our advertisers. We, 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 as long as we keep bringing them business and they feel like they're getting value, you know, Matt Monty will tell you, the guys at Futons and Friends, I got people coming in here all the time. Well, the sound looks like it's working. <laughs> we don't need to take the rollout measure the size of our... <clears throat> Sorry. We don't do that. We focus our resources on other places. Like, namely, spreading out to different stations that would love to hear more about what we're talking about. KRSN is one of those opportunities. Can you imagine? I mean, it broke my heart to hear of a radio guy that was, you know, not able to keep the lights on because effectively what was happening mm-hmm. up there was the community entirely shut down. Yeah. Yeah. And these are good people. Like, they, honestly, this is the best radio guy, like, as a person that, that, that I know. David is just such a nice, nice person. I'm like, you can't be you can't be this nice. You're, you're this good. Like him and his wife, they're in a flower shop. They do tremendous business up there. Things are starting to pick up again. But that radio station brings in a local community and puts it, strings everything all together. That was the radio station for the atomic bomb. Did you know that? Yes. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. And, and you get to hear it, uh, hear the Kiva on that. I think we wanted to go with atomic radio at one time. That would be pretty, pretty good. <laughs> the Mater just put up this sign, uh, Eddie. Welcome to Albuquerque. Population 
559-374. We do not accept checks from Donald J. Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that true? It is true, yeah, yeah. Is 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 that? Yep. Okay. I can tell you one person who's going to get hurt. Uh, that would be Tim Keller on uh, that. Yeah, this and is, I already this know is, uh, to this do is that. covered by KOB. Yep. A sign, uh, new sign courtesy of Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show. Oh, the, oh they, the Daily Show provided this. I was wondering if it was a taxpayer expense. Okay. Uh, the sign on Central states we do not accept, accept, accept checks from Donald J. Trump, referencing the Keller uh, PR stunt, trying to get money from him. Uh, refer, oh, yeah, they, we, we knew that he already referred it to a collection agency. Uh, he showed the mayor the sign during the segment and offered to send it over. On social media post sharing the sign, Keller said, quote, just to clarify, we would accept one check from him in the amount of roughly $200,000 for services rendered. Ha, 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 ha. It's hilarious. So, oh, Keller. Let me ask a question. I think this I could ask of our entire audience. How is it that New Mexico does not have a sense of irony? I'll tell you the answer, but uh, Dowd, I'll let you take a stab of it. <laughs> Can you imagine being so incredibly politically correct yep, yep. that irony is lost on you? What do we know about Albuquerque? Very, very poor. Not one billionaire in the state. Oh, no, wait. There is now one, right? Uh, solar panels. Right? And uh, it wasn't an oil guy. It was a solar panel. They made a big deal about it. Front page, splattered them all over everywhere. They're like, hey, uh, hey, New Mexico, go rob, himself, uh, go rob his house and go rob his... Uh, that's essential. <laughs> He's loaded. <laughs> yeah, look at the loaded guy. So the irony is that we're a poor city. We're a poor state. And you won't take checks from Donald Trump, even though you're dead up to your eyeballs. Oh, wait, we're not dead to our eyeballs. We just got $18.7 billion from the federal government. That's the spillover. Absolutely incredible. No sense of irony because too much political correctness. Eddie, I just left Lowe's Home Improvement on JT. I don't know what that is. Juan Bow, I think. Nobody knows who Juan Bow is, by the way. Three gentlemen in electrical uh, wearing a mask, and I said it was good to see your face. And and what what I said is, yeah, I came down yesterday to the employees that we don't have to wear masks if we don't want to. Uh, here's the other thing that's funny. Notice nobody will hold the doors open for each other anymore. That's another thing that's changed. Just little small nudges. Everyone's racing to get out. Yeah, yeah. They'll wait for you to shut the door before they go in. And Turning away from you. But wait, wait, wait. What you actually just did, you would have done better had you held the door open for them. Anybody want to know why? Uh, because they wouldn't have to touch the door. There we go. Because instead of one person touching the door, now you have two people touching both sides of the door. Right. Like, just the idiocy, the covidiocy is, is unstoppable here. It's absolutely unstoppable. I walked down the hall. We have my neighbors right across the street, uh, across the, uh, the hall. I walked right across. I said, you guys don't have to wear your masks. Oh, you guys <laughs> Did didn't get, you? Uh, literally, I said, you guys didn't get the shot yet? You guys better get your shots. <laughs> Uh, you, you Don't you believe what, in the science? You see what the psychology is here. It's like, go get your, go, go, go get your shots. And meanwhile, what am I sitting here doing? We've been preaching about how bad they are for you. Neurodegenerative diseases, all sorts of issues that come with the shot, uh, as proven by some of the news articles that we've been sharing as of late. Hey, go get it, please. Neurodegenerative your ass out of my hallway. That's what I want to see. Right? Out of my life. They can't help but tell people what to do, even if it is bad for them. So I'm just joining in. Mm -hmm. How do the other stations stop being real when they forbid free thought? A lot of people think that. Always playing the best music, Eddie. I'm excited to hear EIB is coming to the Kiva. Uh, a few more texts uh, here. Uh, hi, Eddie. Just a quick note to let you know there's a protest here at APS headquarters in Albuquerque to protest masks on the kids. I saw that. And we have Anna Garner who's going to be down there. Uh, she has been doing absolutely amazing work for the entire state. 
uh, on behalf of uh, freedom-loving people throughout the state. Forced vaccinations, medical discrimination among staff and students. If anyone wants to come and join us, they are welcome. And I believe that is at the Twin Towers in Albuquerque. I know that isn't one park, two parks, whereas it should be. That is the uh, Towers in the Albuquerque Public School. I believe that is 6400. I used to know that address. Uh, it's right there in Uptown, right across from uh, the... Um, forget the name of that building. I had a SMS rush, but listening to you, I don't miss them as much. Thank you for all you do. You're welcome. Uh, great station. Thanks, Brian the Veteran. Uh, more and more. Happy Rush will be on your show. Good job, Eddie. Saw Rush in 1988. Followed him since then. Brilliant mind. Great man. You and your staff are awesome. Jim B. was a favorite and is a good guy, but needs coffee to pep it up. Um, he was using something. Uh, 6400 Uptown Boulevard. There you go. Where you can find, uh, Villanucci is awful. He has been stabbing, subbing for Deputy Doobie White lately. Deputy Doobie. That's pretty good. Can we, can we use that? I like that. Deputy yeah. Doobie Doobie. Doobie Doobie. I change channels as soon as I hear him. I'm looking forward to Rush's show on the Kiva. I am, too. I'm, I'm eager to find his actual replacement. No, it's not Bongino. Hi, Eddie. You had, a, you had pondered... Who else in the media used to prefer to not talk to their co-host before the show? I don't know if there was anyone before him, but it was Regis Philbin, who I first heard say that was what he felt worked best. Huh. I like Buck Sexton. Did you say you were keeping his show? Very glad to hear that Shapiro is gone. We'll see if uh, Buck makes it back on the other way. Right on, Eddie. I'll spread the news about EIB on your show. See, look at these guys. Buck sucking. Wow. Are we going to get a T-shirt like that, Brian? Are you going to do that? Uh, Alex Jones didn't care. He didn't care. He's great. Uh, and I've talked to him several times. This is very long. Eddie just early voted as a undervote. Changed my long-standing party registration from Republican to DTS just after the Republican Party Committee chose a candidate who did not represent my conservative views, whilst whilst also not a female nor minority, who thus engendering a sure defeat at the polls for a representative of my views as a conservative. So that could have been good. Elisa Martinez, you guys could have, you guys could have picked up Elisa Martinez. I think that would have been absolutely brilliant. That would have been very, very good. She's she's good. Oh, just for the record. Sorry, I, I was ever rude to Elisa. Everybody yeah, knows. You guys have really kind of made peace, huh? Yeah, peace. Peace train. You know, uh, while we're Stevens. on the subject of CD1, uh, I, you know, I sent these questions to all four candidates last week. They're media people. And as of this morning, I received my only response Ooh. from one of the candidates. I, I know who it was. You, you know exactly who it was. So if we have time today <laughs> or tomorrow, we'll, we'll uh, read you the answers. And uh, Why don't you read it, Ray, a couple of the answers right after uh, I just read this last text? Yeah, sure. Upon entering this, since we're on the subject, um, Dowd has my permission to use Deputy Doobie to call Darren White. <laughs> there we go, Deputy Doobie. I've already scribbled it. <clears throat> Upon entering voting site made by my intention to not vote... Or any candidate to their site manager, that person said, if any problem with floor officials, to have them talk to her. Actually, she followed me to tabulating machine to ensure my intention was understood by officials at the tabulating machine. Inserted my ballot. Machine flashed error. No vote. Told officials at machine that was indeed my intention. Official press continue command. Then on screen message asked me if no vote was my choice. So I pressed yes. Received my I voted sticker. There you go. None of the above. While leaving voting, said I felt satisfied that my action prevents anyone from voting my name, but I continue a long record of participating in our election process, plus registering disdain for a gaggle of candidates who do not represent my conservative philosophy, especially from the Republican Party. My choice, none of the above. That is uh, from Alan. All right, who did you receive the response from? Yeah, uh, I received a response back from uh, my beloved sister, Renata. She's the campaign manager for Chris Manning, running uh, under the Libertarian slate. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I sent the four questions. We, we talked about them last week. I sent them to... 
uh, Melanie Stansberry's people, uh, affectionately known as Lonely Girl on the show. Uh, Mark Moore's, I believe he's the Republican nominee. Never heard much about him. You, he, be, he believes he's a Republican. <laughs> he believes, yeah. And, of course, independent uh, Aubrey Dunn from that kind of weird family here uh, in Mexico. Yeah. So I'll just read you very quickly. Number one, uh, my question was, uh, you told the Albuquerque, Albuquerque Journal that during your time in the Arizona National Guard, you observed a lot of mission creep, which you described as tasks the military shouldn't be doing. Please elaborate. All right, this is from Chris Manning. Quote, the military is not designed to do nation building. I was security for provincial reconstruction teams, and what they did was go around the province and build roads and schools and other minor infrastructure for the Afghan government. These types of activities should be supervised by the State Department and non-government organizations, not military engineers. The military also has played a dominant role in trying to force American democracy and social values on the Afghan people. Again, not something which the military Mm. is suited for, nor should be doing. Huh. Very good. Stuck him, uh, like himself out there, but very libertarian. Very libertarian. Uh, <laughs> we don't apologize. Uh, only seven, 77 libertarians have voted. Is that correct? Uh, from the latest uh, tabulation? It's a low amount, yes. Um, Aubrey thinks that he's getting some momentum. He's trying to... I don't know why he's... Here's what I don't understand, is I thought that Dunn's and Mark Moore's were friends. And now they're both in it. Right. And I think it comes by way of the fact that, you know, I sort of outed... Um, based upon what Jared Vanderdusen had uh, stated to me directly, that if he were to win the CD1 race, that Aubrey Dunn would get out, uh-huh. which I thought was you know a little that was a little crooked because uh, Blair uh, is a law partner with uh, Vanderdusen, so uh-huh. it all kind of got very convoluted and all that you know, and, and and Blair tries to do a lot of stuff on behalf of you know a lot of I guess freedom fighters. It takes up a lot of lawsuits. You know, so that's something that uh, that he does, and I know that he sued, if I'm not mistaken, along with Jared Vanderdus and the governor. Yes. Yeah, they did. Uh, how's that lawsuit going? Do we know anything about it at all? I think. Uh, uh, let me let me let me check. I'm, okay. I, I'm, I'm just the running the numbers Party. on on the CD1. Uh, you wanted the numbers yes. on CD1 voting so far. Yes, sir. One thousand nine hundred and eighty-nine independents, mm-hmm. uh, and a smaller number of registered libertarians and those affiliated with minor parties. 4,000, this sounds really impressive, 4,471 Republicans Ooh. until you hear that 11,892 registered Democrats. Have yeah, you gotta, you got to get that passion. The passion, uh, where's your passion bucket, right? Uh, there is no passion bucket. That uh, guy could talk a lot better than I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me share this from earlier today. Uh, bombshell LFC reports details mismanagement. Of unemployment insurance at the State Department of yep. Workforce Solutions, two hundred fifty million. I'm I'm on it, printing it, printing okay. it right now. Yeah, actually. so we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, let me tell say one more thing with regard to my vote because I'm getting a lot of people who are hassling me to make peace. Uh, I reached out to Mark Moore's literally the day that we won. I shared some information, uh, which was a what I thought was a personal nature. Uh, I believe that you play the ball on the field. Uh, he should know that as a since he was touting himself as a big, you know, teddy bear. I, I will vote for Mark Moore's just so everybody knows. But I'm not um, explicitly, you know, like out there stumping, which I certainly could do. But uh, doing because of the fact that he did not respond to me via text message, and after he was very surly and rude to not just me but other candidates within the forum, um, you know. You get what you get, bud. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. So I don't. I don't believe that we all put on the Republican shirt and we're all going to run around. I mean, there's no more divided party than the Republican Party. It's embarrassing. I also reached out to a guy by the name of Harvey Yates, uh, who is a national committee man or the chairman of the party at some point, and Steve Pierce on a similar uh, thing. 
never received anything back from them. I uh, had also uh, reached out to the uh, other party chair, the sub-chair, whatever that is, vice chair. I guess that would be Robert Aragon. Uh, this was prior to that. You know, he has uh, a lot of disdain for me as well after we featured him and his wife a number of times uh, on our air uh, on the radio gratis. Uh, and he's also bought radio advertising here as well. And, uh, you know, Robert did not re- ever return my call. So, you know, you have the biggest Republican advocate here in the entire uh, marketplace. It doesn't matter how much West Texas, Southern New Mexico, or whatever. You aren't going to win Albuquerque uh, without me. It's just the way that it's going to happen. Uh, there's too many people who listen to the station. There's too many properties that we feature in terms of conservative talk. Uh, you, you know, you can't recreate what I'm trying to do someplace else uh, because we have 10 years in. We're way ahead of you, and certainly this is more listenable than anything like that. I had one guy who reached out. Uh, he said, oh, I wanted to kind of broker a deal, and I kind of got upset with him, and I sent him all of the photos, all the texts, and I said, this is the lies that were made up about me. I got no apology. Uh, I reached out, even though I didn't have to, because I wanted to see what we can do. Just the same way I reached out to Michelle Garcia-Holmes after I was a little bit rough with her. I said, oh, let's get you to win. Just like I reached out to Mark Ronchetti. Remember that? I reached out to him uh, immediately, and I reached out to Alexis Martinez. I reached out to all three of those people, okay? I'm under no, none obligation whatsoever to help any one of these people. But I did so because it, I, I care about New Mexico very deeply. I want it to change. But the behavior within the party is so abhorrent that it is impossible to change everything outside of the party until we actually create. And remember, I lost state party chair <laughs> by one vote, and I lost the CD1 um, you know, by a Johnny-come-lately. So there you go. Bob's your uncle. All right, let's hit the uh, top of the hour Fox News. Thanks, everybody, for listening here in the Kiva. This is the Rocker Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. News alert, the creation of a commission. I'm Lisa Lacera. By a vote of 252 to 175, the House has passed a measure that would form a 9-11 style commission to investigate the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol. Earlier today, Speaker Nancy Pelosi explained why she believes an investigation is necessary. The gleeful desecration of the Capitol resulted in multiple deaths, physical harm to over 140 members of this law enforcement, and terror and trauma among the staff, support workers, and even among our members. House Republican Leader Kevin McCarthy is opposed. Department of Justice already has arrested 445 people with approximately another 100 uh, arrests to come. This would just get in the way of that. The measure still needs to be brought up in the Senate, where at least 10 Republicans would need to support it for it to pass. A bipartisan group of senators have put forth legislation that would provide the post office with $46 billion in financial help over the next 10 years. The House Oversight Committee voted to approve companion legislation last week. The head of Colonial Pipeline admits to paying millions of dollars to cyber criminals, which forced the shutdown of a major pipeline. Joseph Blount telling the Wall Street Journal he didn't make the decision lightly, but it was the right thing to do for the country. The Colonial Pipeline delivers about 45% of fuel consumed on the East Coast. The pipeline shutdown drove fuel prices up, and thousands of gas stations in the Southeast ran dry. 
The FBI discourages paying ransomware attackers because it emboldens cyber criminals who have hit thousands of businesses and healthcare systems in the U.S. in the past year. Steve Rappaport, Fox News. The head of SolarWind says the cyber criminals who hacked into his company's networks did it as early as January 2019, months earlier than previously known. It had previously said that it had traced the hack to the fall of 2019. America is listening to Fox News. Hey everybody, Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage and Rocket Companies. Last year we saw historically low mortgage interest rates. In fact, over one million homeowners took advantage of refinancing or buying a new home with Rocket Mortgage. What you may not know is that interest rates are already starting to increase again. And it's likely that trend is only going to continue. Our team of experts is standing by to help you save before rates go up. With an official mortgage review from Rocket Mortgage, you'll see just how much money you could save by making a move right now. Don't look back over these next few weeks and wish that you had taken action. You could save hundreds on your mortgage payments or pay off your home loan earlier than planned. You could even take cash out of your home to pay off high-interest debt, complete home repairs, or bulk up on an emergency fund. When you want to secure a low rate, Rocket can. Call 833-8-ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. The murder trial has begun for a man accused of killing a college student in Iowa in 2018. Prosecutors opened the trial with Molly Tibbetts' former roommate, Blake Jack, and his brother, Tibbetts' former boyfriend, Dalton Jack. Why do you not want to be sitting in this room with that guy, with this man? I wholeheartedly believe he's guilty. Prosecutors pointing to Christian Rivera, an illegal immigrant who was arrested in 2018 after home surveillance video pointed investigators. To his black Chevy Malibu, investigators say Rivera later admitted to stalking and attacking the 20-year-old college student. While she was jogging in Brooklyn, Iowa, that Rivera led police to a cornfield and to Tibbetts' body. Her blood also found in his car. Rivera has pled not guilty. Jeff Manasso. Fox News. Amazon has announced plans to build a new warehouse. It says will bring more than 500 new jobs to North Alabama. The company says the order fulfillment center will be built near a new Mazda Toyota factory that's being built west of Huntsville. Amazon already has warehouses near Mobile and suburban Birmingham. And the U.S. airline is expanding service to a major European city. JetBlue is finally launching its long-planned discount flights to London. It starts with flights from New York's JFK to Heathrow on August 11th and then to Gatwick on September 29th. JetBlue had been hoping to launch flights to London. The pandemic opened coveted slots at the two London airports where it hopes to expand over time. It also hopes to use the flights to grow its Mint business service, its round trip core flight started $599. Mint class will feature live flat private suites starting at under 2,000 round trip. Ginny Kosola, Fox News. On Wall Street, stocks fell for a third day. The Dow lost 164. The Nasdaq lost three points. The S&P minus 12. I'm Lisa Lissera. This is Fox News. All right, let's put things together as we go into the second hour, and we're going to start with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. And i got to tell you, it's just going to be a real nice day for the rest of the week. They say winds tomorrow, so we may want to get ready for that. But uh, 
right now. It's just looking great. 80, well, I'm sorry, 79 degrees in Rio Rancho, 81 at uh, the VA hospital, and it's 82 at the Rock of Talk. Brand new accident just happened a couple of minutes ago. It's on a surface street, but it's right up against the freeway. This will be Carlisle. If you're southbound and wanting to get on to I-40 westbound, get ready. You're going to kind of go around that lane and this one over here, and, well, you get the idea. They're going to work hard to get that one out of your way quickly. Uh, I-25 southbound still kind of stubborn, and uh-oh, look at this. It just popped up with an accident. I-25 southbound, this is going to be right before... For Jefferson. Yep, this happened just seconds ago. Uh, this is going to be a slow drive all the way back now, pretty much from before Osuna, and it's not going to get any better until you get beyond Monta uh, Montano. All right, well, we are at Life Spring at Salon Helena. This is the place to be this afternoon. We're on Montga I'm sorry, on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And the reason you want to come here today, we got the Rock of Talk and the Murder Mike t shirts. But on top of everything else, we've also got gallons to fill up if you'd like some alkaline water so you can see the difference we are talking about. When they say change your water, change your life, you're going to find just with a gallon, you'll see a big difference right away. All right, come on by Live Spring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. And with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. <laughs> Turkey's macro aggression. Five oh Eddie five, Aragon, Eddie the Rock of Talk. Five oh five. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM sixteen hundred KIVA, ABQ.FM, Rock of Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, and fourteen ninety KRSN Santa Fe, one hundred seven point one in Los Alamos. Uh, talk and shop, uh, pretty much all first hour. We appreciate for uh, we appreciate your indulgence uh, on that uh, because it's not often that we ask to. Talk shop, but uh, there we have. We have D-Dow Musk Hour number two. How are you, sir? I'm just uh, lost in this poll from last year, Eddie. You just made me think our, our last hour talking about radio hosts in Boston, radio guys in, in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. uh, Cato Institute, nearly two-thirds, 62% of Americans say that the political climate, again, this poll was taken last summer, yeah. fairly recent, the political climate these days prevents them from saying things they believe because others might find them Offensive. Yeah. That's where we are. That's the bully uh, that has been ha happening by way of the media, the conformity. Uh, notice, uh, by the way, a great, uh, were we playing Party in the USA behind you there, Rudy? Is that what was playing? Is that Miley Cyrus? I think I heard it behind you as you were doing traffic. Yeah, they have. Yeah, there is. Uh, wait, 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 I want to hear. I want to see if I got this right. Ah, uh, that's what it is. There's <laughs> a movement in my hips like, yeah, remember that Miley Cyrus? She can say whatever she wants because she's a woke celebrity. Yeah. She, she can uh, do, what is it that she was doing? The twerk. Oh, yeah. She was doing yeah. the twerk right there on MTV right in front of your kids. Yeah. Your kids were learning some very graphic things. But, hey, nobody can say what they want anymore. It's amazing how, how far we've we've just dropped on this uh, whole entire thing. It's it's absolutely incredible. Remember, remember what the order of the uh, the free speech clause in the Constitution? Oh, it's the First Amendment, <laughs> right. Number one. Oh, well, the, uh, a few quality drops uh, here in... Uh, in, in this country uh, as of late, but uh, this is why talk radio is ripe uh, for the changes that will come in the future, and it's you know one of the reasons why they're going to try and prevent people from you know keeping their licenses. A lot of people call or file complaints, all that kind of stuff. Let me tell you, uh, on the FM side of the dial, that's paid attention to a lot more. We're on the AM side for the most part uh, here because that's where talk radio belongs. I don't know about you, but I, you know, I bounce around on my little CC pocket radio when I listen to stuff, and you know, I'm bouncing. 
I don't know what it is. I could just hear so much better on the AM than I can with the FM. The FM becomes a little bit more noisy for me. Mm. Um, I don't know why that is. I just, you know, after umpteen years of listening to talk radio, that's uh, sort of what you do. All right, so let's get into uh, some some more stories. we got uh, Murder Mike at the bottom of the hour. Uh, MSNBC founders scheme to swamp swing states with Democrat uh, voters. Uh, appearing on Morning Joe Wednesday, MSNBC founder and current Newsweek editor Lord Tom Rogers proposed a bizarre scheme in which corporations would relocate liberal employees to swing states across the country with the explicit goal of getting Democrats elected in those states. Wasn't enough for them to just edit it get the uh, executive and then, what, they still want to do the cram down? Are, they, are we still getting to 13 Supreme Court members, right? Uh, they're, they're, they're upset about that. When does that uh, study end? Uh, end of September, I think? Okay. Six months study. The Biden, the Biden administration's pushing that through. Now it's a long-time media executive editor-at-large, Newsweek, and founder of CNBC, Tom Rogers, looking at the relationship between corporate America and politics. Mika Brzezinski declared as she welcomed him on the show. There it is. Agenda-driven media. You think they're going to hire any Trump lovers, people who voted for Trump even? Do you think any of that's going to be featured at MSNBC? Wasn't the MS, wasn't that Microsoft, NBC it back wasn't in the day? It wasn't huh. Hmm. Who else interested in uh, major media? Oh, yeah, that would be one uh, Jeff Bezos, right? The Washington Post. We had that story for you yesterday. What were we telling you about that? Well, very interestingly, he was programming the Alexa device to kind of uh, call all of the embarrassing moments of Donald Trump uh, rather than give you actually good things. So, you know, in terms of the bent or the slant or the agenda that's coming from a media news uh, organizations, there you go. So we reserve the right to have our own bent. And if it's conservative, uh, you certainly like it here. Uh, Dem- Demi uh, Lovato. Let's get back to this non-binary thing. It's a they now, right? It's a, it's a they, right? Does it pop out of the womb there, or did they even do that? Do, does a they pop out of the womb? Was she birthed? She contains multitudes, apparently. <laughs> We're all more than one person, really, when you think about it, though, right? Yeah. Maybe she really was the afterbirth <laughs> at this point, right? I mean, c- could you consider that? Because generally, most things, all things, generally are either a he or a she, so maybe what she is signaling is that she's the afterbirth, and the real birth came before her. That, that's the Daniel Plainview line, remember? <laughs> you're, you're just afterbirth, Eli. <laughs> Swimming in your mother's filth. <laughs> latest manifest... I'm sure your mom enjoys... Uh, uh, she's never seen There Will Be Blood, and she never uh, will. <laughs> the latest manifestation of Lovato's rapidly declining mental health means that she has decided she no longer can be classified as one of her two biological sexes. She is neither male nor female, nor does her identity correspond with any other invented gender. Incredible. Hard to believe a person with that type of mental capacity comes from a place just as completely uh, mentally stable uh, and totally down the line. I mean, I can't think of a more logical place than Albuquerque, New Mexico. (laughs) If anybody that had these types of characteristics, if somebody told me they came from New Mexico, I would never believe them. There is violence and terror in the Middle East. America is in political, social, and economic turmoil. A global pandemic is raging. But many news outlets are now reporting on the gender of Demi Lovato. Musician is, quote-unquote, proud to announce that I identify as non-binary and will officially be changing my pronoun to they, them, moving forward. Is there a difference? Can you go into bathrooms in groups of people? Mm, Privileges. And is a one person, are you then a group? Yes, sir. I mean, I, I think at that point, doesn't the dictionary also get a sex change, too? 
right? I mean, that kind of, is that all? Better consult Dictionary Dave on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a time for you to call in uh, Dictionary. Wait, 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 wait. Just hold off. <laughs> I've, I've been uh, too much encouragement. The musician is proud to identify. Proud? Wait, proud? I felt like she's been repressed this entire, her entire life. I mm-hmm. think she was featured at some point uh, as a sex symbol, mm-hmm. right? Um, most pop stars, in order to get to that status, got to have some sort of je ne sais quoi, you know, attraction that people will pick up the album for more than the good voice and good music, but uh, for that, uh, the ability to use that. Uh, I guess now we can refer to her as an entity. How, how does her marketability come in here? I'm trying to... This is real, you know, throwing me off. Mm. Really, mainstream media is lauding the 28-year-old for this stunning and brave decision, taking pains to properly refer her, refer to her with her desired they-them pronouns in headlines. Okay, here we go. CNN, CBS, NBC, the Associated Press. This is why we're not going with the Associated Press, by the way. And pretty much all other outlets responded by participating in Lovato's delusion. It is. Uh, sorry, but if you're related to Demi Lovato and you happen to be listening, uh, please relate to her that we also here in the Kiva believe that she is delusional. Twitter added Lovato's news. Uh, you couldn't sue us, by the way, for us saying that, just so you know. It is a choice. Is that is that not correct? She had to change her birth certificate. Will the University of New Mexico, where she was likely born, uh, I believe that would be 1992, yep. uh, as you stated, uh, Dowd, earlier, uh, would probably not have conferred upon her the gender they or them when giving her... I mean, I haven't looked at a birth certificate in some time. I think I actually have mine in the, the other room there. Twitter added Lovato's news to his trending sidebar. Meanwhile, super woke enclaves reveled in yet another instance of gender degeneracy. Oh, I love this. This is just great stuff. This uh, straight out of uh, good old Newsbusters. You know, Newsbusters back in the day, uh, what, four or five years? I think they were saying it was the most racist, most racist uh, news organizations that, that were out there. Wow. They got repaired. Yeah, yeah. This was um, when they were first coming out. They had a real battle with. What are the ones that are constantly checking for the uh, truth and news, the Snopes, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah Snopes, news, right. Newsbusters yeah. and Snopes were going right. back. And, and Media Matters back is the yeah. other one, the Clintons. The yeah. David Brock works for the Clintons and does that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Newsbusters is the first job I had. I worked for the Media Research Center. Did you really? In 1992, the year Debbie Lovato was born. Wow. That was my there gig in, in college, and it was actually one of the very rare. Back then, it was very hard to get a paid internship, but... Well, because I aced my interview and had such impressive qualifications mm, as a college is. student, I did very well. <laughs> well, Dowd uh, Muska, I refer to him since he has so many names, and uh, I will now refer to they across the other okay. side of the window. Yep, yeah. Yeah. I, I do have multiple personality disorders, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's very different, is it? Does that qualify? Mm-hmm. Is that actually... Edward yeah. Norton, remember? Primal oh, Fear? Oh, man, that's is, great, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Council, whatever he calls him. <laughs> Uh, CBS now hyping Matthew McCon- McConaughey. Boy, he's gotten fat. For Texas governor is new Reagan. Is he putting on the weight? Okay. Yeah. we got to pack it up, pack it in, uh, you know, and then he's about to begin his uh, governor's race uh, not too long. Uh, it looks like he is all in but the official uh, decision to do so. I think uh, he'll be entertaining, I think, at best, uh, at worst. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I hate to see it. Uh, the whole celebrity, you know, the Arnold, uh, when he became, I mean, if he, the Terminator could become governor of California, certainly McConaughey, 
uh, would probably do just as decent a job if, if you can say such a thing. And I don't, I don't even know how well Arnold did. Do you, do you know? Uh, he only he only won because of that recall. People hated right. Gray Davis so much, and then Arnold got. There were two hundred people running, and Arnold got more than anybody else, so they put him in. Uh, let me check. I don't think Arnold got above fifty percent that year. And Ronald Reagan. I mean, let's face it. Uh, I mean, in terms of believability, uh, you know, uh, the greatest uh, politician in the history of this country, for all intents and purposes, folks, was nothing more than an actor and a. Uh a uh, play-by-play commentator uh, for baseball. I don't know if you uh, knew that, that's but right. he was uh, very, very good. Back in uh, Illinois. He Bill, came, Illinois, uh, that's right. Uh, 40, Arnold got 48.6% of the vote. He was not a majority winner mm. in 2003. Mm. Lucky for California, they had uh, they had the Terminator, the governator. Uh, vile long, hour-long CNN propaganda. GOP hated Obama mostly because of race. More media skews, more stuff that's coming out. So now you want people that are only coming from the media. Then it turns out that whatever else is uh, going on out there, they're going to go ahead and, and drive it towards the only reason we didn't like Obama was because he's black. <laughs> yes, folks, this is 2021. There was literally people, white people with guilt everywhere who were like, I want to make history. Right? Oh, I, I knew many. I spoke to many of them. Absolutely. <laughs> is, that, is that fair to say? Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking if we, if the people right. on the right and the pe- libertarians, conservatives, right-leaning people only hated Obama because he was black, that means we should, all should love Biden because he's white. But a lot of people still oppose Biden. So maybe that's it's illogical. Theory doesn't really no, hold it doesn't. Up. It doesn't hold up. It's illogical, <laughs> and uh, this is the type of crap that uh, is peddled as news. Uh, there really is no better place, according to CNN, than CNN to go for left-wing indoctrination. Uh, cue it up. After accusing Fox News on Friday of being a propaganda arm for radical right-wingers, which it's definitely not, uh, Fox News is now primarily run by a number of Democrats and uh, milquetoast Republicans. CNN host Farid Zakaria got to show off his own production of liberal propaganda Sunday night in the CNN special, A Radical Rebellion, The Transformation of the GOP. Keep in mind, this was an hour-long piece of documentary pop- propaganda. So here it is. Here's the, the piece. Uh, Fareed, uh, you know, says, The rise of the Tea Party movement was supposed to be a response to Obamacare, but in reality it was mostly a response to Obama's race. Uh, ergo, all Tea Partiers are racist. Yep, even the black ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carol Anderson, Emory University, Obama's election was a trigger. I'm trying to remember from 2008 through 2016 just how much race became an issue. That's when Black Lives Matter was founded. We actually had uh, people taking to the streets as never before. If I had a son, it looked like Trayvon. Did you ever? T- <laughs> Did you ever? Uh, that that was actually Ben Shapiro practically doing that. He you notice he always does that. And and uh, when you start doing imitations, and, and this isn't critical of your imitation. What I, what I'm saying is is that imitation becomes. That other person's voice it used to happen yeah. all the time. When, um, what's the name of that uh, comedian? The big just, just in my defense, I don't listen to Ben Shapiro, so I have no idea. That he I know does he does it <laughs> okay. exactly the same way that you do. But yeah, I'm but, not a neocon fan. I don't. I don't but that's, pay that's all you can hear. Oh, okay. After that imitation yeah, yeah. comes out, <laughs> right, right. like uh, everyone uh, was doing the, the the Bush imitation. Oh yeah, uh, Will Ferrell was. Want to be prudent at the? Oh, oh, you're yeah. talking Bush yeah, too. So, oh. so, you went, so you went Dana Carvey. <laughs> I did go Dana. You see what you see what I'm saying? Want to be prudent at this junkie? Yeah, yeah, that's that's bad. It's bad. So then came a brief clip of then Fox News host Glenn Beck accusing Obama of racism when he appeared as a guest on the July 20, 2009 episode of Fox and Friends. This president, I think, has exposed himself as a guy over and over again who has a deep-seated hatred for white people. 
they played that. Uh, they also, Fox and Friends co-host and uh, host here on the station, Brian Kilmeade, pushed back on Beck's claims of racism as an exaggeration. The CNN host not only ignored the fact that Bush had been the target of plenty of vitriol from the left, both before and after he was elected, but it was also certainly not the first time that a Democratic president inspired strident reaction from conservatives. During President Bill Clinton's tenure, Republicans pursued many allegations of scandals against him, eventually impeaching him, and there was even conspiracy theories that the president had people murdered. So, uh, the only reason we were going after in any way, shape, or form, despite these uh, really bad uh, leaders here in our country, is because Obama was black, and the Tea Party and conservatives or racist. See, this is the kind of stuff that you get. That, well, I'm uh, sure CNN is going to follow. News. Uh, CNN will follow this uh, special up. Yes. Uh, the, the special they aired was a radical rebellion, the transformation of the GOP. I'm sure next week they'll follow up with a radical rebellion, the progressive woke takeover of the Democratic Party, right? Because they want to be balanced, right? Because they're the most trusted name in news. They mm, call themselves. They're in balance, right? They're in balance. So that 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 special is coming up next week, right? Oh no, that that special will never be done. Oh. All right. So uh, imagine, if you will. If uh, Donald Trump uh, did the following, okay, uh, Mr. President, Donald Trump, can I ask you a quick question about Israel before you drive away, since so it's important? And uh, Trump says, no, you can't, not unless you get in front of my car as I step on it. I'm only teasing. Oh, wait, 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 that wasn't Trump. That was Joe Biden. Imagine, if you will, what would have happened at that point. Can you imagine? Riots in the streets. <laughs> so the journalists, just to tell you just how much they treat Mr. Biden, it's hard to call him President Biden. Imagine if they treated Donald Trump like that. You can't, because it would be impossible. It would never happen. They are so incredibly nice. That would have been on both sides of the news, all over the place, as how much Donald Trump hates the fake news media. All right, more stuff uh, coming in, uh, more things having to do with the media. Big Three Stooges censored Governor Cuomo to get $5.1 million from the COVID book. What was he focused on during the entire time? Unbelievably, yeah, it was nothing but his little contract. While people, where, where's the news coverage on that? Anybody talking about that? They're starting to, a little bit more, but not very much. Uh, ABC, by the way, was silent after Biden... Uh, and his joking threat to murder its reporters. And I wouldn't say it's murder. He was threatening to, what, run him over. But, you know, people are going to exaggerate uh, that as well. Um, there you go. Let's check on weather and traffic uh, very quickly with Rudy Grande before we go to Murder Mike. All right. As we put things together, starting with the weather, see some clouds up towards Foothills. Minor chance of rain tonight. Tomorrow should be in the 80s once again. Right now, 79 degrees at uh, Rust Medical Center at the VA Hospital. It's 81 and 82 at the Rock of Talk. All right. Traffic-wise, uh, still working the accident. I-25 southbound. It's actually just beyond Jefferson, and a second one just occurred in the backup moments ago. So uh, do get ready. It's just going to be a tough ride until you get beyond Montano. If you're on Paseo, it's the eastbound trip that's really spoiled right now. The worst of that's going to be I-25 all the way over to Wyoming. Though the eastbound or the westbound side of Paseo, not much better from Wyoming out to the I-25. Just a busy stretch of Paseo del Norte. In the valley, it looks like it's going to be tough South Valley, and that's on Rio Bravo westbound between, uh, looks like 2nd Street on all the way out to Isleta. 
This traffic report brought to you by Life Spring at Salon Helena. I am in the salt room right at the moment, so you need oh, to come wow. by. The salt room is great for breathing. It will improve the breathing. It will help in ways that you can't even understand. But you can also get the Rock of Talk t-shirt and the Murder Mike t-shirt. Come on by Life Spring at Salon Helena right here on Manal, just west of Wyoming. Okay, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Robinson, all 120 pounds of him sopping wet. Uh, <laughs> pretty amazing guy. Uh, great band, the Black Crows. Former, former Mr. Kate Hudson, I believe? Or? Uh, yeah, I think. What's, uh, what's, which, that, uh, what's that track? Uh, Remedy. 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 Yeah, yeah. I was going to get to all that. But, uh, okay, so let's uh, we'll do the bottom of the hour very quickly. Let me reach uh, all, out to all of you with your text message. Hi, Eddie. Shop dismissed today on Montgomery, Louisiana. No one but me was maskless. No customers or staff bothered me at all. I think we're, we've gotten to that point where we have to stop ruling over each other and virtue signaling. Uh, so the Duns are dirty, too. I didn't say that. This is the most unenthused I've ever been for an election. CD1, there it is. Uh, since when are we mental health disorder something to be proud about? Exactly. Uh, Eddie, there is a clinical identification for it. It's called gender dysphoria. Okay, so that's just not a, a traditional Kiva response. We don't care what it is. We don't care what, uh, what what's the name of the the psychiatrist books, the, the DSM five oh. or DSM six or diagnostic and yeah, this something. I memory. think this goes under that. So the gender dysphoria. I think they, they give people drugs for them. Jeremy, the guy who gave us our paracord uh, keys. Oh, they will have to change award shows to add more categories. You got the best uh, male female performers. How do you categorize? That's an it? excellent point. Yeah, mm. best they performance, best he performance, best she performance. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is he, she one of those? Because we used to, when people used to run around as kid, is he, she? Yeah. Can you identify as a he, she? Yeah. I, is that, is that, yeah. am I offending? So I feel like I'm just stepping on someone's toes. By All those old terms like he, chick, she. chicks with, uh, we chicks have to, with what? With other things. What? You have to throw out all those. Yeah. All right. Well, anything's possible in the shitty of Albuquerque. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the way it is. So. Uh, they will have to change award shows uh, to add more categories. Female and male artist of the year, non-binary categories. Uh, Eddie, he put on the weight for his new role. Oh. I didn't know that. Oh, Mr. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. It was uh, people in touch with uh, Hollywood. I uh, hang always. out with Beto O'Rourke. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Back and forth. Thanks for listening. singing with Chris Robinson. I think something's wrong with this video. This not made in 2021. Hey. 
This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Something wonderful like all chocolate-dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Life Spring at Salon Helena, Albuquerque's home for Kangen water. Life springs from the water you drink. Alkaline water is healthy water. Change the water you drink. Change your life. Go to water.theplaceilike.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171. or you can email him directly, Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. That's Michael at MichaelTrujillo.com. Ah. <sighs> 
The cooler temperatures are finally here. That's good news for you because the best prices of the year are now. I'm Eddie Aragon and have just the guy for you. He's Mario from Axiom Home Services with over 40 years of experience. He'll come out to your home and show you the best refrigerated air conditioning options for your home and family. Don't miss the lowest prices of the season. Call now. 792-9742. That's 792-9742 or axiomhvac.com. Remember to ask for train unstoppable in any season. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Should be another day of 80s tomorrow. Slight chance of rain tonight, but that's going to be mainly in the foothills. Right now, 79 degrees at uh, Haynes Park in Rio Rancho. Altura Park ch- checks in with uh, seven. I'm sorry, 81 degrees, and it's 82 at the Rock of Talk. Unfortunately, a brand new accident. This is going to be on the mainstream there. Westbound I-40, I-40 westbound right there, Carlisle. It is an injury accident. Already stopping up traffic a quarter mile behind, but truly, it's going to stay under 20 miles an hour all the way out to 12th Street. Still working the accident, I-25 South on the second one that happened, just before Montano is still working in the lanes, and that's given the lanes a work out all the way back now from San Antonio, and not much fun on Paseo del Norte, del Norte westbound from, looks like Wyoming, all the way over to San Pedro. All right, uh, we are at Live Spring at Salon Helena. This is on Manal at... Uh, just west of Wyoming, we have the Rock of Talk t-shirts. Come on by. And, of course, you can also get a gallon of Kangen water. Live Spring at Salon Helena. I'm in all west of Wyoming. With that, we're up to date now. Let's dive back into the Rock Wonderful of Talk. show from the world-famous Dancing Quarters. Next, ladies and gentlemen, we have three fine young men from Seattle. They're coming. Hold on. They're coming. They're thoroughly all right and decent fellows with their hit single, <laughs> In Blue. Here they are, Nirvana! Nirvana! The crowd kind of sounds like they're all burning in a fire. (laughs) One more, one more lyric. (laughs) Good stuff. We'll get some murder. 
Burger Mike here. Oh man, in bloom. I got I forget how good Nirvana is and uh it's how awesome uh, their videos uh, as well. Uh, do, do you uh, have you experienced Nirvana? That was around the time I I got out of popular music, yeah. uh, the, the grunge movement, but I remember Kurt Cobain's death uh, 94, I think. So we're talking mm -hmm. 27, 20. It was my senior year in college. Yeah, yeah. he didn't perform for like the last month prior to all of that, and uh, things went. Why south. are all the most talented people the most troubled people? I still can't figure it out. But well, it you know what? Go along. We've uh, I've got that problem. <laughs> <laughs> we know a lot of people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about ourselves now? <laughs> <laughs> we can't put anything else. We put a show together out of literally nothing. But boy, try to get us to do anything else, and. Uh, we just keep, we just we, we just can't do it. Uh, Murder Mike, uh, Murder Mike's also part of that club. Everything else is screwy. Maybe, maybe that's what makes us good. Is uh, we're we're just screwy people. Can you say screwy? Yeah, we got to be you know a little crazy, but it helps. Nirvana. If you reach Nirvana, then you reach the ultimate high in the mind of the living, whatever it is. But mm. you know the thing is, he is not going to life was to have a psychiatric disorder named after me, and I haven't done it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get I'm that request in. What is the the DSM on uh, on a man who listens to the scanners all night long? <laughs> counting counting the activity around him. Murder mic disorder. Yeah, okay. Eminem. Murder mic disorder. You got to get a stack of M&Ms like tonight and see if there's, uh, you know, and, and how many different colors? Actually, that's a, a quiz uh, thing I don't know. How many different colors are... And an assorted black M&M's package. There's yellow, oh, there's green, red, yellow, green, red. Two with, browns, right? Light brown and dark brown? Blue. Yeah. Is there light blue, and brown? Blue, brown. Huh. Is that something you know, we can... There's no white M&M's. There's no white there M&M's. There are no white M&M's. There's M &Ms. black M&M's, but there, there are no white M&M's. I feel discriminated against. I know there was a reason why you didn't buy M&M's, Mike, as a uh, white supremacist here, right? That yeah, might be the reason. I mean, yeah, wait, wait, don't I all the white M and M's stay together? Aren't all the white M and M's just in one? Don't they sell mm, the white M and M's on right. their own? That's right. They exclude everyone else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> white M and M privilege. Yeah, they're, they're mm. the back of the candy aisle. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's, that's, that's the M and M's peanut. That's what it is. You know, you know I'm sorry. I was down on it right when you go right along. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, on a more serious note, uh, first of all, I want to thank Ken. That this guy has been helping Ooh. me the last over a month. Ken Sanchez, he's a, a friend of mine, has been helping me do the news, and he's on the scanners and he's picking them up stuff, and he is on top of a lot of stuff right now. So I want to send a shout out to Ken, my man. There. All right. Well, that's cool. I just I don't know Ken. I don't know who he is. And when you start talking about Ken, I'm like, and, you know, normally. Uh, anyway, go ahead. The heat is on. Uh, what, what, what happened over the last uh, 24 hours uh, here in Albuquerque? Uh, Dowd says the sun is shining, and when it's raining, that means Dowd? Uh, in the Irish world, in the Irish-American world, that means the devil's beating his wife. There it is. The devil is doing what is what? Uh, the devil is beating his wife, we say, in the, in the uh, Irish-American, in, in, oh, oh, in the Irish-American oh. ghetto of America, where I've spent mm. much of my life... Uh, that we 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 call that uh, the devil is beating his wife, and the other one is when you walk when you're walking on the sidewalk and you walk around a pole, to, and there's two of you, you have to say the words bread and butter because you split the you split between you. 
I mean, we, oh, we're a little weird, Irish like, people. We're looking at me really weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. And if you spill the salt, you have to toss it over your shoulder. It's a, it's a whole, it's all kind oh. of yeah, crazy stuff. That's, that I've done. Being, I, I've, being I've done Irish sounds like shoulder. being Irish sounds like a mental disorder. Oh, it's a load of fun. Let's see. Uh, we don't we don't tell each other we love each other. No physical contact. Really, a lot of depression uh, and alcoholism. Uh, oh, it's joyous being Irish. Uh, it's wow. wonderful. But you know, Eddie, I tell you, when I raised that kid for eleven years, I said that's not no more. I just hugged and kissed that kid every day of my life. I said, I'm not continuing this rather uh, dark tradition of Irish. People. I have a story about that very, very quick. Mike, we're going to hold off on the murders. I mean, we don't ever have to get to them. I'm totally fine with that, too. Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Let me give you the story. So, um, so I have this thing with my, my children, my boys, you know, I'm very, very close to. And I, I remember when I was growing up, it's, it was always important for um, that there was affection exchange big time between me and my mom and my dad. You know, I think you know it's just always just it's got you got to show affection. It's it's a hug, it's a kiss, it's something like there's just very affectionate. Uh, and so I wanted to continue that uh, with my kids. You know, and so I'll tell you how you change culture. You you keep repeating it over and over and over until somebody else emblem you know yeah. is emblematic what you're doing. And so I kept kissing my kids. I kiss my kids. That's what I do. You see them when I see them. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. And, me, and I do it all the time. Well, nobody else on their other side of the family, like, they were not doing that at all. Like, they, it's like some some weird, like, form of disrespect or whatever. But now it's kind of weird because I think my boys think that, their way of having affection is kissing, so I think they're kissing everybody. <laughs> well, case in point, you know, my I sent my kids uh, last year, their uh, uncle, their godfather, you're whatever snapping in the back, I'm going to turn you off for a second, Mike, if you don't mind. So, um, they go to gymnastics, and my son is super affectionate, right? The, the little one. He's just, you know, he's got to go. I, I walk in to go pick him up from gymnastics, He's kissing all the girls. <laughs> Every single one of the girls that's there before he leaves. Wow. The kid's five well, at the time. I'm like, whoa, maybe I taught these kids too well, you know, because of, and like everyone just loves being around him. So, you know, he went from one side, you know, does definitely doesn't right, like right, that type of, right. uh, of affection and all, to where I'm telling him, you know, go, did you did you go kiss your mom and opa? Did you go kiss them? Did you go kiss them? Did you kiss them? I mean, you know, like that's just kind of what you do, right? And now we're in this whole COVID positive world where the last thing you do is kiss anybody. You know, you don't touch, kiss. You don't even talk to them. You don't get what, and my kids just, Totally understand that their form of affection is is kissing. So when did Sebastian get the uh, subpoena from Gloria Allred on all the losses? Right, kidding. There's the uh, story, Mike. All right, uh, so send us some uh, murder stats. There you go. Well, I'm going to start off with the fact that there's uh, two things that are going on right now. Number one is uh, APD is having the guns buyback program on Saturday at some. Oh, uh, uh, we don't care. Location. We, I don't, know we don't, we I'm don't care. We don't. I don't care. I don't want to talk about uh, it. Skip to it. Just out there. Yeah, but we don't want to hear about it either. What's the next one? Okay, well, the, the other thing is, is the fact that um, a lot of people are having auto burglaries uh, done on their vehicles, and what's happening is they're leaving their guns in their cars. 
And so it's not a good thing to leave a firearm in your vehicle, especially at night, but any time, uh, you know, you're not in the vehicle with it. You should not have the gun in the car. And if you have NRA bumper stickers or stickers that condone the use of weapons, this is a target for thieves at night. If they see NRA on their truck, they're, they're, they're liable to break into your truck because they think you might have guns inside. So oh, if you Mike, want to Mike your you're gun, wasting your time on all these. These are Kiva listeners. They're not idiots. Well, they'll uh, never leave their no, car. Uh, wait, wait, let me finish. They'll never leave their guns in the car. They're responsible gun owners. They take the guns out. You're talking about Democrats. And by the way, if you smoke pot, you're not a gun owner either. Did you know that? I know that that's a PSA. So find all the people who smoke pot or advocate for 420 and just identify those people and take their guns away uh, because they should not be in possession of a firearm. I think uh, that's not stealing guns. That, is that fair to I say? Think, I, think the only, fair. I think the only guns that would be associated with vehicles from our listenership are the people who have uh, guns welded to the actual vehicle itself, uh, which you know I think probably does cover some people, um, and then so you can't steal those. So I yeah. think I think we're in the clear. Uh, two PSAs that are totally wasted on all of us. So uh, we don't do oh. gun buybacks here. We don't advocate and uh, we don't speak about it because it's uh, totally anti Second Amendment. Uh, we do not need to sell our I guns agree. and our ammo. Well, we don't need to give that. And the second thing is uh, no Kiva listeners uh, are stupid enough to keep their uh, guns in their car. So there you go. What else we got? Okay. Well, okay, we'll start off with uh, what happened in the last 24 hours. We had three uh, aggravated assaults. One occurred at the Circle K at Eubank and Central. The other occurred at San Pedro and Central. And the third, it was just in town somewhere. We had three uh, suicide attempts last night. Uh, a 15-year-old slashed oh, her wrist. And I'm not going to give an address for yeah, obvious yeah, reasons, but... Uh, and then uh, the uh, second one was a, a lady who took a handful of pills at a movie theater in the parking lot. And the third was a man that called in a, a threat of suicide, saying he was either going to hang himself or he was going to shoot himself. So that wasn't that's the suicide calls that happened last night. Did you get the one uh, from yeah, Embassy uh, Suites, Mike? Did you get the one at Embassy Suites that it was a homicide call out initially that turned into... A uh, suicide call over at Embassy Suites? No, I didn't. Thank yeah. you for telling me about that. Okay. Do yeah, you know what time that happened? No, I don't. I don't have a scanner, but okay. I don't know that happened last night. So uh, I think maybe something. Okay. I don't know. All right. Well, we had uh, two shots fired calls, one at Yale and Central, and the other was a vehicle-to-vehicle -vehicle, uh, shooting the they were driving all over town, shooting at back and forth between cars. This is happening a lot lately, so you know, I don't know what, why. A lot of road rage incidents are happening, and so and carjackings, which we'll get to in a minute. We did have the one OD that I told you about earlier that was referred to as a 40 uh, suicide attempt. We had a rollover accident. Threw in an Indian school. One person was ejected, but fortunately. Nobody was seriously injured. Mm -hmm. And then a vehicle versus pedestrian accident, and that was in front of the Albertsons at 4950 Montgomery Northeast. Again, conscious breathing, so that person's okay. Good. Last night, we had a, a, a carjacking armed robbery at 9.48 p.m. on course between Tower and Bridge. It was an attempted carjacking. It was a, The suspects were one adult female and one adult male between the ages of 17 and 18 years old. They tried to take this person's car, but the person 
literally hit the gas pedal and she ran over the foot of one of them. He, he, she was totally opposite. Do you remember seeing him living, living off into the into the mesa over there? So today we've had three swan situations. We had four, but the fourth one resolved peacefully. We had the swan situation in the 600 block of San Pablo Southeast and in the 1,000 block of Arnold Southeast. And this was uh, the, the latter of them was a multiple felony uh, suspect, and he had felony arrests, including aggravated assault on a police officer. So he was considered armed and dangerous, and uh, they said pull out all the stops on that guy. So that's a quick look at what happened in the last 24 hours. Eddie, uh, what, what do you think? Yeah, pretty quiet. I'm pretty happy. I'm glad that uh, the suicides were only attempted. I think uh, we're turning a corner, bringing awareness to what's happening out there. People are very mindful. In the event of a carjacking, you should be armed. Uh, you can fire from within the car, outside the car. Uh, that's a good PSA to let people know in terms of well, what they can yeah. and cannot do. If anybody tries to reach inside your car besides a police officer, you are every right uh, to shoot them. And uh, I would uh, empty out the clip in them. So can, just, I, can I throw out a theory? Yes, sir. Um, rain overcast? Oh, I'm sorry, Mike, just rain overcast uh, skies, does that suppress crime in the southwest? I mean, it's such a rare event when we have uh, hmm. darkness and clouds and rain. And yeah, I think a little bit does. Maybe. I think uh, I think it uh, does, hopefully. I mean, you know, I think the number one thing that does it is just bringing more awareness, uh, getting more people, telling people that Albuquerque... We seem to be reporting be a, better news, don't we? Yes. You're catching up on yes. that. You're, you're, yes. you're making a point of this. And, yes, yeah. it's an, I think it's so important because people are, are more vigilant, more mindful... I think it uh, forces people to take care of their community more. Uh, you know, one of the things that the mayor never does, that the news never does, is nobody ever talks about crime. Right. They right. don't talk about it. They don't want right. to. And the less we talk about it, the bigger it gets. I mean, it is the giant elephant in the room. And then the book you loaned me a couple of weeks ago, Good to Great, talks about you know, economic enterprises, for-profit mm -hmm. firms, and how the ones that just sail along with the happy talk, like you get from you know tourism oh, yeah. agencies and mayors and governors... The good companies say, hey, this part of our business is a real problem, and we need to address it. Now, the danger there is you fall into despair and all that kind of stuff, but it, the, the author says you know, the great companies face the facts of the problem, yes. and they confront them head on, and they do not try to sugarcoat it, and they do not try to kick the can down the road, and maybe maybe we're helping, Eddie. Maybe we are helping. Well, it's like Lee Iacocca, right? I mean, when you look at some of the great CEOs and anything and any endeavor, no matter what it is, the reason why they have so many successes is because they identify the failures because they create the, sex, the successes out of those failures. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's just ho-hum and we show up every single day, time to make the donuts, uh, and you do it every day and there's no opportunity for growth, which is exactly what failure is, well, uh, they recognize yeah. that. Well, and they also recognize sunk cost fallacy, which is this is the way we've always done it. We've been pouring resources into this. Right. Rather than face the fact that it's not working, we're just going to pretend, pretend, happy talk, and just keep going down the road. But so. uh, the, the, the sense of entrepreneurship is yeah. about finding what problems that need to be solved in society, in yourself, in your organization, uh, yeah. the mother of invention, uh, or necessity is the mother invention, right? Was that, uh, was that, who's that, Edison? I think so. I think, yeah, that said that, but uh, there you go. Let's check on weather and traffic, Rudy Grounded, very quickly. All right, to putting things together, starting with the weather, looks like it's going to be a nice day tomorrow. Uh, the clouds Dad was referring to are starting to kind of bulk up in the northeast tights and up against the foothills with a slight chance of rain tonight. Now it is 79 degrees at the Haynes Park and Rio Ranch here in Auburn Hill, checks in with 81, and it's 82 at the Rock of Talk. 
five accidents to deal with right now. Wow. First of all, two of them are right next to each other on I-25 northbound, just above Avenida Cesar Chavez. Two lanes are out of commission. It stops up to drive all the way back to Gibson. Get beyond the accidents. It's okay. Looks like we have two to deal with right now. I-40 westbound at Carlisle. I-40 westbound at 6th Street. Together, that makes for a slow drive from San Mateo, crossing the big guy all the way over to 12th, to be honest with you. And it looks like you're clean. Oh, good. This one's going away. The uh, I-25 southbound at Montgomery, that accident now out of the lanes, but still trying to make the driver cover slow back to Osuna. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena, where we are at today. You can get the Canyon water. You can take a look at the South Room and make an appointment if you'd like. And you can also get your Rock of Talk t-shirts here. The Rock of Talk and the Murder Mike t-shirts available for sale at Live Spring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. With that, we're up to date. Let's step back into the Rock and Talk. Entire year. 
Thank you for stopping Murder Mike, the leftist propaganda. You stopped him in his tracks. It's another... Uh, I think he meant well, but Eddie had to clarify some things. Well, it's just not our audience. I mean, you think about the people that we we talk to, that we still like, but please, we don't need to give, uh, you know, announcements on where the latest gun buyback and he, program And is. he comes in with the next announcement of Brooke Bassan's trigger lock giveaway. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Uh, the pot question, Eddie, is on the background check. And whether you use or not, that would be a misrepresentation in a crime. I remember that. Yeah. And so there you go. Anybody who smokes pot, we know you don't like guns. It's a great way of just separating, right? There you go. You're a pot smoker. You don't like guns. Get the hell out. This is why I, I don't want to. I'm a gun owner, and I haven't touched marijuana in 21, 22 years. Oh, okay. Well, you're, and you're honest about that. I mean, the the honest uh, thing... That was never much of it. Like when I was drinking, it was always just like a little... Uh, maybe for me, literally, it was experimentation. You know, we had the Erlenmeyer flask out and, you know, all the Bunsen burner. And oh. <laughs> Living Colors lead singer was Danny Glover's kid. Wow. Best character I've ever saw in a movie. That's when black people and white people were on screen together. Yeah, exactly. Remember that? What was that called? Lethal Weapon? Murtaugh and Riggs. Oh, I mean, right now, Murtaugh, if they read that, made that movie, it would all be about Murtaugh lecturing Riggs about his white privilege. Yeah. Yeah, would yeah, be That's different. the ultimate lethal weapon, my white privilege. <laughs> I saw Living Color in 89 open for the Stones and uh, Stones and Guns and Roses. Wow. A black uh, a black band with a white band. Wow. This, this is a, a strange world. People getting along? We can't have that in America. Could, they, could we go back to the future? Seriously. Uh, that would be the future back then. Clapton uh, guest appeared with the Stones. They tore it up at the L.A. Coliseum. Nice. Very cool. M&Ms are brown on the inside. <laughs> Can we get official color count on that? Speaking of uh, living co living colors that are in the M&Ms, I'd love to... The other station stopped being... Okay, we got that already. You are too funny, Eddie. I don't know what I said. Nirvana. Uh, and uh, there you go. Oh, this is good. Truly spiritual warfare right now. Elite known, uh, no celebrity influence. Demi Lovato is just one of the many to confuse our youth to be like Baphomet. Can she actually be considered... Honestly, a um, do you think honestly she can be considered a celebrity these days? Yes, yes. Brigitte. Sly, Sly, yeah. 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 Didn't she sort of get to that point, right? Yeah. yeah. Then she was hanging out with Flavor Flav, and she married Flavor Flav. Oh, right? did she? Oh, yeah, I think they played. You know, my dad played uh, up uh, twenty one. <laughs> you told that story. Did I tell you yes. that story? Yes. My dad played twenty one with uh, Flav. Flavor Flav. And they got along great. My dad doesn't have any idea about Flavor Flav or anything at all. And he goes, and he doesn't even know the joke that he made. He says, well, I guess we know what time it is. He told, he told Flavor Flav that. So great. And then Flavor Flav is running around. It's Monday morning, and I'm Jack Lucas. Uh, hi. Hello. Uh, this is about my husband. Yes. Um, well, he drives me crazy. I'll be talking, and he'll never let me finish a sentence. Mm. He's always finishing. He's always finishing your thoughts. That's awful. It, it absolutely... Hey, it's Monday morning, and I'm Jack Lucas. Uh, hi. Hello. Uh, this is about my husband. Yes. 
Um, well, he drives me crazy. I'll be talking, and he'll never let me finish a sentence. Mm. He's always finishing... He's always finishing your thoughts. That's awful. It, it absolutely drives... It drives you crazy, doesn't it? He's a, he's a scoundrel. Jack, you've hit the nail... Hit the nail on the head. On the head. Yeah, somebody ought to hit you on the head. Tell us, how long have you and Senator Payton been having this, uh, <laughs> this sleazy affair? Oh, this is great. Hmm? This is great. This is disgusting. I am so tired of the public thinking that they have got a right to invade a person's private life, okay? Oh, Come on, you had sex with a United States senator in the parking lot of SeaWorld. You're telling me you're a private kind of person? No. You're our... We want to hear about the back seats of limos, sweetheart, about the ruined lives of people we want to be. New and exotic uses for champagne cork. Listen, I have been humiliated enough already, okay? <laughs> no, no, perhaps not. We need those details. You're a pig, Jack. You're on the air, caller. Hello, Jack. It's Edwin. Oh, it's Edwin. Edwin, we haven't heard from you in what, a day? I've missed you. I've missed you too, Jack. So it's sunrise confession time, Edwin. Or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. New York, one of the latest states to loosen COVID restrictions. For the first time now in over a year, New Yorkers do not have to wear a mask indoors. They must, however, be fully vaccinated. Capacity restrictions are no longer in effect, but some social distancing requirements do remain. Not everyone is comfortable with the new rules, and some business owners say they will continue to require masks, at least for now. Fox's David Lee Miller in New York City. Voters in Pennsylvania have become the first in the nation to put restrictions in place on a governor's authority during an, uh, under an emergency declaration. The statewide referendum was put to a vote by Republican lawmakers who are not happy with Democratic Governor Tom Wolf's response to the pandemic. Goodwill stores have a message. Your trash is not necessarily someone else's treasure. Some of the items stores have been receiving are broken furniture, flashlights with leaking batteries, and disfigured Barbie dolls. People have been homebound for months because of the coronavirus pandemic, and that has inspired some spring cleaning. But it's also led to an increase in items that are unwanted and, quite frankly, garbage. And the spike in those kinds of items also leads to additional costs for those stores for when they have to dispose of them. Goodwill workers say it's it's important to check their website ahead of time to see if the donation would be accepted. Rob Dawson, Fox News. The only official in Michigan that was fired over the 2016 Flint water disaster wants her job back, along with years of back pay, after the case against her unraveled into a misdemeanor that was ultimately dismissed. Leanne Schechter-Smith is meeting privately this week with an arbitrator. She was the head of Michigan's drinking water office when the city of Flint, with the okay of the state, used the Flint River as a drinking source, which contaminated the system with lead. The water wasn't properly treated before it was used by the city's 100,000 residents, bacteria in the water led to a fatal outbreak of Legionnaire's disease. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. All right, as we get the third hour underway, let's put 
things together, starting with the weather. Uh, noticing that uh, we do have a slight chance of rain tonight, but tomorrow it's going to be wind that's going to be more of the problem. In fact, as I talk about rain, I can see that uh, burgeoning up there in Los Lunas. Berlin and his lettuce, so that's coming our way in uh, Albuquerque, but it should be short-lived. And right now, I can tell you, it is 72 degrees in North Hills and Rio Rancho. It is 76 at uh, ABQ Uptown and 75 at the Rock of Talk. Still dealing the two accidents on I-25 northbound. That's coming up on, or just beyond, rather, um, Avenida Cesar Chavez. They're trying to clear the lanes for that one, but still very slow back to Gibson. If you drive, takes you on the uh, I-40 westbound. An accident right there at Carlisle and up ahead at 12th Street. Both of those are being shoved over to the right shoulder, but not before putting the driving to under 25 miles an hour all the way back pretty much now from San Mateo uh, trying to get uh, over to uh, 12th Street and looks like we have yet to, nope that's the same accident okay uh, looks like uh, beyond that you're still going to stay tight on I-40 westbound out to Rio Grande Boulevard I thought we had one an accident there but not the case all right we are at Live Spring at Salon Helena here on Manal just west of Wyoming got the Rock of Talk t-shirts got the Murder Mike t-shirts come on by We'll be here till about 6.30. With that in mind, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the rock of talk. Uh, from Fight Club. 